You're tuning into this week's Revival Recap. Let's hear what's happening in the life of our church. Welcome back to Revival Recap. This is our second Revival Recap episode this week because coming back into church in person, we had two services last week and the two o'clock service, Eddie got to speak. The Revival Recap episode is up for you to watch that. But then we had the six o'clock service where there was no sermon. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. We have Eddie Tate here, Joaquin Evans and Renee Evans, and I'm Seth Dahl. Welcome to Revival Recap. So six o'clock Saturday night turned into Revival Glory. Revival (laughs) Glory party fun. Yeah. No message. Best no message sermon. I ever preached. Best message you ever <laughs> preached. Best message you ever didn't preach. Yeah, exactly. There we go. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about what you guys were experiencing, sensing God doing, and yeah. just get into the evening. Yeah. I mean, worship was was amazing. Both services. There was so much, uh, you know, energy in the room. People just so excited to be back together. And uh, just such a value, a present value for worship and, and, and for Jesus and for his presence. Yeah. You know, I think it's that thing that happens when something that you take you take um, for granted, you take it's so routine. We get to come to church every week and worship corporately. But when that's taken away for three months and then all of a sudden when you come oh, back man. together, you bring such a value for it with yeah. you. Yeah. But that value, like it, it, yeah. it opens up heaven it tugs on god's heart and yeah. and heaven responded you know yeah. so yeah it was really fun yeah <laughs> it was i think there was a about three quarters away through worship i leaned over to walk in i said i think they're hijacking service and i'm good with that and i remember his response was perfect he was so eloquent he just smiled and went <laughs> no word said he just no. smiled yeah i was halfway gone by that point already <laughs> yes yeah do you think so like part of our core value is to gather around the presence mm-hmm. not a message yeah and so when god does this i think sometimes that's just making sure we're calibrated to him yeah. yes and people receiving their own word from god getting their own downloads mm-hmm. from god developing strengthening their own intimacy with god rather than i need you to feed me all the time but do you feel like that's what he's doing sometimes when when this happens yes we're coming so hungry and expectant and appreciative of of corporate worship and we pull on god's heart but yeah. also sometimes i think he's like Hey, you know what? You mm-hmm. rally around the presence mm-hmm. rather than a message. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. Sure. I mean, I hope that's what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, that's the goal. And 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 yes, absolutely. In those moments, I really believe that that is what's happening. Yeah. You know, and that that's the end. The end goal is that people are directly connected to the Father. They're hearing His voice. He's speaking to them. And yeah. and uh, I mean, we we value. We value teachers. We value good teaching, um, uh, being in, in the Word together. That's a yeah. beautiful and a powerful thing. But the end result is that people are connected personally yeah. to the Father, and they're hearing from Him. So uh, those experiences like Saturday night when God just takes over the room, it's definitely a, a major uptick in that you know yeah. uh, that personal connection for people. So yeah, yeah. Renee, what was your experience? 
Um, so they neglected to tell me, um, you know, Eddie just mentioned, he said to Joaquin, I think God's hijacking the service. I'm like, that would have been helpful for me you, to know. You were already on stage. I was transitioning. You were already on stage. Oh, okay. There. I'm like, I, cause I got up there and I'm like, you know, you kind of through, if that's your role for the night is transitioning through worship, you're constantly like, okay, God, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Where are we going? Where are you taking us? You're just kind of trying to get a pulse for what's happening in the room and just kind of hope that you don't mess it up. <laughs> Honestly. For clarity, transitioning out of worship, supposedly yeah. into the rest of the service. Right. Yeah. Which didn't so I happen. was I was closing <laughs> yeah. worship that night or trying to at least. Um, and so I kind of got up there with what I was feeling the Lord doing during worship and I kind of had it in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go after this. And I got up there and it just kind of it all just left me. Wow. <laughs> and it was one of those moments where I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. Like, and I just, I just really hope that I like, quite honestly, like don't mess this up because God is clearly moving in the room. And, you know, I think your heart when you're trying to facilitate a, um, a service like that is to let God have his way. Um, and, to not get in the way. And so it's that fine line. And so I just remember getting up there and it just kind of like every thought just left me. And I'm like, all right, like I think we're just meant to go after the glory. And yeah. mm. Joaquin um, had just been, he'd been talking about the glory mm. and like coming back together um, at the beginning of service. And so I just kind of felt um, this invitation from the Lord to just keep pressing in um, and pressing through. And that we were kind of like on a, just like, we were just building momentum right. and yeah. I felt like if we cut it off right mm. then, then the momentum, we're going to lose the momentum that we've spent an hour in worship building. Yeah. Um, so the, the team, I kind of approached Caleb who was leading the worship team and just said, Hey, just keep going back into it after I've said something. I don't even know what I said. <laughs> to <be laughs> <Yeah. honest. laughs> um, and then I just kind of, I just kind of left. I went to the side and I was like, and I just felt really strongly like I can't touch this. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to touch no, this. No. I had this like kind of fear of God moment where I'm like, no, like this is too holy. Yeah. Like whatever is happening, like I'm I let Eddie ruin it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to ruin it. Someone let Eddie do it. <laughs> no, I'm just attempt. kidding. But um, but it was kind of one of those moments where it's like, I'm just I'm laying this down because I don't want to. I don't, wow. I don't want to get in God's way because he's doing something. Well, so. I'd just like to just draw attention to the fact of like, uh, you know, I appreciate the value system of the team. You yeah. mentioned it already. You focus on the presence, rallying around the presence, uh, not the message as much. But, you know, Eddie, who is scheduled to preach, going, you know what? I think God's hijacking the service. But with a willingness... It's hard even a joy about it because that's what we want. Yeah, we want yeah. God to show up. You yeah. know, we don't want man's ability. And again, yeah. messages are good. Teaching is good, and we do that weekend and week out. But we're but it's about being sensitive to those yeah. those extra special moments when God's just moving and yeah. He has permission to take over. You know, and and Renee up there sensing like this is one of those moments. I don't want to interrupt what God's doing, and yeah. I think I think that that happens. Uh, you know, week in and week out, you know, uh, you know, globally, we're talking about the body of Christ in general, like how often have we interrupted what God actually wants to do because yeah. we don't know how to let go of our routine yeah. and our system or our schedule. Yeah. And so we hold on too tight and it actually stops where God wants to go. 
I think it is one of the great challenges of the pastor is mm -hmm. to, I prepared a sermon, God gave it to me. Yeah. I've been yeah. talking to him all week about this. Yeah. He's given me scriptures. He's given me all this stuff. And then you get in there, it's like, yeah. he's doing something else yeah. besides yeah. what he was doing the last few yeah. days. And it was such a great sermon. And we're going to have that sermon available. So I would highly recommend to go yeah. back and listen to it because it was a it was it a was, now word. Yeah. And it was had so much revelation on it. Like at it was, yeah. yeah, at the two o'clock, you should really check it out. Here's a couple. Oh. I was gonna say one of the things I I think we're we're all learning, but I'm learning especially in the last couple of years is that our team does such a good job of in our normal private time lives. We're sensitive to what God's doing, and we're okay to let Him change our plans in our normal every day. That we don't have an agenda when we show up. There's yeah. no performance needed. Yeah, and it's it's awesome to watch. I think we all probably lean on each other to see. I'm feeling something, you know, I feel what God, you know, everybody that comes into the room, they're feeling something. It's like, we're feeling something. Let's see how this plays within. And it, it's those moments when everybody starts to line up. Like, mm. it's like, I think, I feel like this is getting hijacked. She's up there not even hearing me say that saying, I don't want to touch, touch this. Yeah. I know Joaquin hopefully is going to share. He had a, an actual vision of something happening. It's like, all these things, we didn't plan it. It wasn't like we talked about it before. Hey, are we all feeling this exact thing? Let's go after that. It's like, no, this is happening right now. God, yeah. we're aware of what you're doing. And we lean into the confirmation of how we watch the rest of the team, you know, interact with God in that moment. And even yeah. the worship team, they were so yeah. spot on. I mean, they, you know, they had already done worship a service. They'd yeah. practiced before, did the service, practice after. They're in it. And they're like, no, we're we will keep going as long as God's doing this. And it's like, there's such a wonderful surrender in our teams that everybody's like, yeah. we have yeah. no agenda. We want to see God do whatever he has planned today. I think that communicates something very strongly that you're willing to let the service be hijacked. By yep. God. You're willing to put your sermon down to be hijacked by God. You're willing to not touch it when God's on it. And the worship team is like, we're good to go. We're good to just keep yeah. worshiping. Like, because I think sometimes, you know, you could probably be in that situation and the worship team's like, dude, we're fried. We're done. We got to mm -hmm. stop. And it's like, they may not be mm -hmm. able to go with you. But I think that communicates something around the team, around the leadership, yeah. mm -hmm. from worship to intercessors to senior mm -hmm. leaders yes. to associate, like, yeah. every, to even mm -hmm. the congregation going, like, I'm ready to take notes, but I'm. I'm just gonna lay down. I'm just gonna lay down, or I'm gonna line up, and I'm gonna pray. Yeah. Like pray for me. Like, I think that communicates something yeah. real strong. That it's not just these guys going. I'll put down the message for what God's doing, but the worship team going. We'll just yeah. keep ripping mm -hmm. it. We'll just yeah. keep going after. Shout out glory. to the to the they team. Yes, the worship team. I mean, amazing. incredible. All those hours. Yeah. All those hours. You already mentioned it. Friday night practice, two o'clock service, six o'clock service, and then for the six o'clock to go on for just, just keep going. Just keep going. Uh, a drama they, had blisters. He came up and showed me his hands under afterwards, and he had blisters on his hands from drumming. And he said they were his favorite blisters he's ever gotten. Yeah. Right. yeah. But that's one of the telltale signs of when you actually have God breathing. Yeah. In that that moment, there's grace to yeah, do it. Everyone, when in the yeah. natural ability, like, 
you know, a guitarist's fingers would fall off that many <laughs> yeah. hours, you know, yeah. in, in a 24 hour period. And you know, the drummer, but when there's grace on it, there's just, there's a different uh, ability, supernatural, just to keep going in your flow. And, and you're actually loving it. You're enjoying yeah. it. And we, we honor them. We applaud them, but recognize that that's, that's part of, part of yeah. the sign when God's really moving. Yeah. Let me ask a question. This is something I think all of us, like I know the everyday believer, not a church leadership team, the everyday believer, a lot of times God's like, hey, will you step out of your plan for what I'm doing? Will you pull over on the side of the road even though you're mm -hmm. going to be late for a meeting to talk to that person or yeah. pray for that person? Yeah. And so God loves to be like, hey, Abraham, go up and offer your son. And he's like, no, stop. Don't do that. We're going to do something else. There's a ram over there. Like God's really good at hijacking mm -hmm. what he was doing with something else he's doing. But for the everyday believer in our lives, obviously you guys have developed this in your life. Like, wow, God's here. I don't want to touch this. Hey, we're God's yeah. God's hijacking the service. We're not going to mm -hmm. preach a sermon. We're mm -hmm. going to let this go. Hey, worship. That's all been developed. Is there something the everyday believer could do to be like, how do I develop that in my heart to be able to set down my agenda, mm -hmm. my plan, my mm -hmm. my schedule mm -hmm. for what God is doing right now. There's some ways we could develop that, practice that. I mean, I know for me personally, like in those moments, um, I always have more opportunity to step out and do that kind of thing when I simply give my day to the Lord and okay. ask God to come into my day. Um, and so just like as simple as praying a prayer, like whether it's on your way to work, whether it's when you get up, if you have quiet times in the morning and just being like, hey, God, like today's yours, like feel free to stop me. I give you permission to hijack my day, basically. Yeah. And like just setting the tone for the day, like you're so much more aware during the day of God speaking. Yeah. You don't need these like big grand yeah. moments of like signs yeah. and angels and encounters but like you're yeah. already tuned into the whisper and god speaks in a whisper so much yes. more frequently i would say than he does in like the loud rushing wind kind of voice yeah. um or an audible voice and it's just it's just being in tune with that whisper and do we miss it some days yes do we miss it like a lot yes I mean, I do, <laughs> but like, I know that when I just kind of begin my day by just saying like, Hey God, this is like, whatever I can do to serve you and to love you and mm. to love your people. Like I'm just that much more aware of the whisper during mm. the day. And so I think just the, and these guys can maybe talk to the moments, but just preparing your heart to, to be aware of heaven, I think is the biggest thing. Yeah, it's almost thing. like that simple prayer of this day is yours. Yeah. This is the day that you've made. Mm -hmm. I'm, I want to partner with you today. Yeah. Actually helps you be able to see those moments. Yes. Rather than just waking up and going and yeah. not saying, hey, Holy Spirit, you got this. I'm with you. That little simple prayer almost sets yeah. you up to be able to recognize those times. And I think it's okay if, like, you miss it sometimes. Like, it's not a guilt and shame thing. And, like, Sometimes I'm like just winning if I've got my kids in their uniforms ready for school and yeah. at school on time with their lunches packed. And like, I'm going to be honest, I haven't even like prayed. I haven't even acknowledged the Lord that morning. I'm just like, go, 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 <laughs> yeah. you Let's know? And so 
we get it right some days and we get it wrong some days. And I think as long as we just continue to keep trying to get it right more times than we get it wrong, then it's all about progress, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So I want to highlight that because I know sometimes people can look at people like us and think, oh, they must have like two or three hours a day, like just in the presence. Like that's how they get these moments. And it's like, no, no. sometimes it's like yeah. in between packing lunches. And, and it's God, like, God, <laughs> And God is so good that even though we miss it, he's not going to go, yeah. well, now I'm not going to interrupt you anymore. Now That's I'm right. not going to drop these hints That's anymore. Right. Now I'm not going to. He's so good that even on the days we miss it, he's like, hey, tomorrow. Yeah. Let's we'll try again. again. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's so much about relational equity. Yeah. You know, God, God responds when, you know, it's about him giving an invitation and us responding. You know, so when he does something uh, off script, off schedule, out of the out of the norm, he's really what he's doing is he's seeing if we're going to respond, because that's that takes a, a relational equity, that takes a love affair uh, response, and when when we do, he can he he re, he yeah. responds to that with you know, just such a great um, yeah. outpour in his presence. But that relational equity is one over time and in the small things, yeah. and so I mean those moments don't. Those moments don't first show up when 500 people are watching and you're on a stage and, you know, it's yeah. being streamed and you're like, oh, if I get this wrong. Like, no, you learn that relational equity over time. So you trust your relationship, what you're feeling, what you're wow. hearing. But it, but that's one in the, the smallest things. Yeah. Like, hey, that person at the table next to you drinking coffee, like, you know, go ask them if they need prayer for something, you know, whatever yeah. it is. And it's just like leaning in where like, hey, if you got it wrong, like it's 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 not the it's not the worst thing in the world right your yeah. day's not ruined their day's not ruined you're just like hey do you have pain in your back and they're yeah. like no and you're like oh well i low got that one wrong you know stakes. so yeah. low stakes but that's where you that's where you gain that that response and that relational equity and right? even the stuff that doesn't require risk but does require obedience yeah, yeah. you know because we're so like yeah. trained to go after risk and to, to kind of put ourselves in those positions, which I think is so good. But yeah. sometimes it can be like, will you stop washing the dishes and go and play with your kids? Yeah. Like that doesn't require any risk so from good. you, but yeah. it does require obedience. And yeah. it does require being taken out of um, your, comfort, your zone. comfort zone or your plan for the day. And it's mm-hmm. those moments where you're like, oh, I'm just going to put this aside and just be obedient. Yeah. That even gives you equity for the risk, yeah. you know. Yeah. And yep. so I just want to. That's good. That's really That's just good. my personality as well. So I'm. Yeah. So yeah. Good. Come on. Anything yep. you'd like to say to that? Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> I used to tell people. <laughs> oh man. When I, when, I, when I worked in children's ministry, I would tell people because the adult services in our church, Bethel Reading, I mean, there's it's streaming to like. 300,000 people or something at the time like and so I would tell people like look if you want to practice risk getting words of knowledge laying hands on this if you want to practice that you need to join children's ministry because we have no cameras (laughs) we have no judgmental adults Right. We have a whole bunch of kids, and if, if, so if you give a crazy, risky word of knowledge, and you're learning to partner with God, and you get it wrong, the kids are gonna go, "Well, that was kind of cool." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's so true. And, and there's no, so much more grace. So for I would all tell that. people, like, look, if you need to grow in this, you need to come join. 
Maybe this is what you guys need to hear right now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, children's ministry is a very so safe, low-stakes place because if you get something wrong, you take a chance, you take a risk. Hey, did God give wrong. you a dream last night about this and this? Kids are like, no. And they just go back to doing what they were doing. They're not like, what's wrong with that person? No, they're like, well, that's cool. Maybe I'll try that too. And so I like... Kids ministry for me was a great place to say, guys, if you want to, if you mm. want to grow in this risk, if you want to grow in partnering with God, taking, yeah. taking, pushing yourself further into mm. what God is doing and yeah. saying, this yeah. is the safest place yeah. to do it. We'll just There's put a no link cameras. on the screen right now if you want to <laughs> yeah. volunteer children's, children's ministry. ministry. <laughs> it's also a great place to figure out why am I doing like why do I want a greater gift in the word of knowledge is it to impress people right because kids are not going to be impressed the, yeah because no one's going <laughs> to see so us humbling. Do this. yeah this is, it's, it's going to be a few kids that are like yeah well it's yeah. funny the fruit of it is these kids actually learn that it's normal yeah yeah the kids actually grow so much from our example and yeah. trying mm -hmm. they don't need to see success they need to see just stepping yes. out and they need and to risk. see what a lifestyle looks like yeah That's so and those kids actually end up doing this so normally and you know part of that is what we're talking about is like you just in the small everyday things you develop something inside of you that it becomes normal so that when you are at the church and the opportunities there you're not trying to figure out if you're hearing God. You're so used to that voice. You're so used to that sense in the room or that feeling that it's like, oh, this is a normal thing. Yeah. I've been yeah. doing this every day. Yeah. I'm not caught off guard by the, oh, this is a suddenly that I may miss. It's like, oh, I recognize. Yeah. I recognize my father is about to do something special. Yeah. yeah. I love okay. it. I really want to hear talk about the vision you had. <laughs> Eddie and I were chatting with a, a man the other day who was at the six o'clock service and he said his wife had the clearest vision yep. she's ever had in her life she's laying wow. down and they have this whole vision she has this vision she said it was the most clear thing she's ever seen right yeah and her whole their whole life is now adjusted from one moment in wow. the presence yes. wow. they're gonna adopt a baby like Whoa. she had this yeah. whole it's vision of adopting insane. a baby Whoa. And, and and now is the time and they've already this is what's today wednesday saturday she has this vision they've already applied they've already put money down yep. right because the vision was so strong and so clear Ooh, and now wow. and i feel like you were very talking about the father what the father's doing i feel like what the father did in her was put that spirit of adoption wow. on her in the moment wow. to the point where mm. they are now already in process three wow. four days later of going after adopting a child that doesn't have parents doesn't have a safe home and they're gonna bring her in but the father got on her yeah and, and now they're so that was a story like we just heard that the mm -hmm. other day and we're kind of sitting there like wow yeah, wow i had not is, heard that yet that's yeah. incredible talk about letting the lord like interrupt your, your life, life. <laughs> yeah, these guys already have three that's kids amazing. they already have yeah. three kids and they're going for it yep now. amazing because wow. yeah, of the incredible. vision in one moment laying on the floor in that it was after the normal worship time. It was in the laying down. Because yeah. we, we, that happened because we let God go. Yeah. I mean, so much can be gained in a, in a great sermon. Yes. But that might not have happened. Right. 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 And, you know, you know, someone else who was, that I know of, who was delivered of suicide. Saturday you know, night. So yeah. good. And, uh, and yeah. uh, having and suicidal thoughts when they that came day, in. That day. Yeah. yeah. 
um, that day having that and I struggled to I, I gotta go check out this church oh, I've been wow. hearing about they came in almost left at near the end of the regular worship yeah. time got to the back door the security the security guard of all people stopped him prayed for him uh, prophesied and then and then that's when worship broke out yeah and and that freedom drew him back and then uh, because of the freedom that he was seeing and experiencing, and then that's when God broke in the Father's heart. There were so many things. Eddie ministered to him. He's out on the ground, like I mean, and uh, he gets delivered. He, thoughts are gone. The next day, he's he's out uh, serving the homeless uh, on the under the bridge <laughs> church ministry. He's been in council, and like within forty eight hours, his life is person. just on a different track. And so, anyway, those yeah. That's what it. happens when you let God That's it. Yeah. <laughs> be in control. And, yeah. yeah. And what was the other thing? Yeah. yeah. Your vision was yeah. really strong. So it's very yeah. unique. So, the, you know, part of the reason that I thought it would be cool to do this all together is because how does what we're all seeing and sensitive feeling play to inter- right. integrate together into, you know, what happened in the service? And it was when Renee was up there in that transition, like, do I close worship or I feel like I'm not supposed to touch this? So she's up on stage processing all that. And I'm, you know, I'm on the front row and, and, you know, worship has been breaking out now. <clears throat> and I literally see, you know, and sometimes I will see angels interacting, doing, releasing stuff in the room, all that. But this time I literally saw Jesus come in the room and he came and he sat, um, uh, in front of the stage, just like one of the young people would, and he just—he's like wow. enjoying our work. He's enjoying the worship, but almost like an observer. And he's wow. sitting there, but he's watching Renee intently. Like, what is she going to do right now? Is she going to actually give me place? And when—and she was in that wrestle moment, like, oh, I feel like I can't touch this. And when she left the center, she stepped back off to the side, yeah. so that. So that worship get, keep going, but really what she's doing is she's making place for God. Him she's like, I'm getting up. out of the set, out of the way, and he got up from the from the ground and went up on the stage then, and started touching the worship people, and then mm. worship exploded to another level. Wow! wow. And uh, and then he's standing in the middle, and and uh, like these bright lights are coming off of him, and like. As I saw closer, they were flames. These flames were coming off of him, kind of swirling up to the Father. And it was like, you know, the, the, we, we know that the Word says that he's our intercessor. Mm-hmm. and that But he was actually carrying our worship up to the Father, is what I was seeing in this wow. vision. And then and then just then, uh, our worship leader, uh, uh, Marquita, starts singing about the fire of, the fire yeah. of God. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eddie, Eddie, and then, then right after, oh, so... So the flames are going up, and then the flames start breaking off, and they start landing on people in the room. And I had not heard that about the vision of the adoption, yeah. but I could tell you, my spirit right now, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what happened. When one of those flames flame came off and landed on, yeah. on her, yeah. that's what happened in yeah. that moment. And so this is all, I'm seeing this all <laughs> happening. Renee is like stepping aside. Jesus is taking over. Our worship's going up. Flames are happening, and then flames are coming off and landing on people. Yeah. And I, I don't even tell Eddie that 
But he gets up yeah. first and, then, of it. And, and then starts <laughs> ministering. The the, he's like, I see the fire and the river fire, like starts releasing fire to people. And it's just like, wow, God, you yeah. are so <laughs> in control right now. So, so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. he's amazing. Anything it's so many you want to add. He just did so much. It's, it's that beauty of, I mean, the father came in the room and ministered out of the father's love, but the anointing and the fire of God, it was... You know, the baptism of fire, the baptism of love came. There was freedom breaking out. It was just, it was like layer upon layer of what he was doing yeah. that yeah. night in the room. And everybody seemed to have a part, like people would come up, this is what I'm sensing. And yeah. it's like, oh, three people mm -hmm. just said that exact same thing. Release it. And all of a sudden something in the room shifts. And it just kept going from different things. And I just, I love, I love the fact that we... We don't want to run a service. We want to follow a king. You know, we want to follow him, whatever he's doing in that moment. Yeah. If he wants us to speak truths about him, we will. But we're also ready to just say, we have nothing more to do except follow you with what you're doing right now. Yeah. yeah. And it just felt very evident from every person, like we've talked about, every person kind of in the teams, but even the congregation, you could feel the hunger and the draw from the congregation like we want whatever he has right now yeah. and it was it was cultivating this thing in the room yeah it was so just beautiful That's so good mm. wow beautiful well saturday night was obviously <laughs> amazing on many levels all around uh, we want to finish this i i keep feeling like renee would you just pray over everyone for that whole like Let's give God our days. Woo. Let's give God. Yeah. Let's just, this is the dream of every believer is to actually partner with God yeah. in all we're doing. Would you pray over us and then I'll wrap yeah. it up. And I'd love to. God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you that you just want to be um, in the details of our life. You want to be in the good parts. You want to be in the hard parts. You want to be in the messy parts. And you want to be in the busy parts, God. Mm -hmm. And I just thank you for coming in greater measure in all of our lives, God, that we would not miss you in our busyness, that we would not miss you in our days, in our moments of opportunity to build your kingdom, to share your love. And Lord, I just I thank you for just speaking to us and speaking to us loudly and clearly, God. May we just get so attuned to your voice that we can just stop at a whisper, that we can just respond and partner with you, God. I thank you that you don't just commission us to do something or ask us to do something and then leave us, but you actually give us the grace to follow through and you come with your power to back it up, God. Yeah. So I thank you for the grand moments when people are getting healed of cancer. I thank you for the grand moments where people are giving their lives to the Lord, but just as much, God, I thank you for the mundane moments where you come into our families and you create connection between parents and children, where you come in our finances, where you provide enough money for the next grocery bill, where you just come in grand and in mundane moments, God. And we just, we give them all to you. We give them all to you, even what may seem insignificant to us, God. We give it all to you and every single day, we just give you permission to interrupt us. Yeah. We give you permission to make us uncomfortable and we give you 
permission to come even in the inconvenient ways, God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and may, us, may we just be on the lookout for those. And uh, may we be just expecting for your goodness to come and invade our lives and the lives of those around us. Yes, Thank God. you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father. Hmm. Amen. So good. So good. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching or listening, joining us in Revival Recap. Uh, we love going on this journey with you. And if you want to continue more, the best place to do that is BethelATX.com. Wow. And yeah. Saturday nights. You never know what's going to happen. We will see you somewhere soon. Love you all. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Revival Recap. For more of our podcasts and other resources, visit BethelATX.com.